and welcome to our very twinkly Christmas episode of Everything Under the Sun, a weekly podcast answering all the most pressing questions children around the world have about life on Earth. Well, it's Christmas Eve. How are you feeling? I'm getting excited. This year for Christmas, I am in a beautiful country called Thailand. The birds are singing, the sky is blue, there are magical tall islands covered in trees shimmering across the bay. But don't worry, I do have Christmas trees here and presents for my children and we've put our stockings out ready for Christmas. What are you up to? I hope you've had a good day today and you're ready for a very special visit from Santa tonight. Now you all sent me lots of Christmas questions, so we've got quite a few to get through. As it's now a tradition, we have one of the best writers in the world here to answer some of your questions. His name is Neil Gaiman, and I'm so glad he's back again this year. Because he has a magical portal into the world of Santa and his elves at the North Pole. And he's always able to answer your questions that I'm not so sure about. So, let's start with our first question, which comes from Tara. Tara has sent me lots of questions since I started Everything Under the Sun, and she has two questions in the Everything Under the Sun book, which I hope is in lots of your stockings. One of her questions in the book is about a special cactus that grows in Arizona called a saguaro, which has big, beautiful flowers. Only very, very, very occasionally do those flowers pop out, and it also has arms covered in spikes. I hope Father Christmas doesn't land on one of those tonight. It would really poke his bottom. In any case, now Tara has a Christmas question. Over to Tara. Hi Molly, my name is Tara and I'm 10 years old. I have a question for you. Who was the first person to see Santa? Thank you. (laughs) Oh my goodness, Tara, that is a huge question. That one is definitely going to be one for Neil Gaiman. I think we have another as well. This one is from Alessia. Hello Molly, my name is Alessia and I live in London. I like art and painting. My question is, how old is Santa Claus? Bye! That's another super question. Thank you so much. That's also going on Neil's question list. Thank you, Neil. And now we have another from Oliver. Over to Oliver. Hello, my name is Oliver and I'm seven years old. I like doing magic and my question is how did Father Christmas meet the first elves? Thank you Oliver for your excellent tricky question but Neil has the answer. I was feeling quite snowed under by all of these amazing Christmassy questions so luckily Neil is here to help me answer them. Neil is a writer and an excellent person. He's written lots of wonderful stories, including Stardust and Coraline, which have been turned into films. Brilliant picture books about Chew, a sneezing panda, which we absolutely love when my kids were tiny. And his book, The Ocean at the End of the Lane, has been turned into a play, which is touring around the UK at the moment. I'd love to get to see it. He's also written an amazing comic book series called The Sandman, which has been made into a TV show for Netflix, which your parents might love. Neil also joined me one snowy Christmas in New York at the New York Public Library to read a special book that belonged to Charles Dickens. It was his very own copy of A Christmas Carol, which Charles Dickens had made himself. He got a big, big book and tore all the pages out of a small copy of A Christmas Carol and stuck them into the big book. 
Then he crossed out whole sections and then wrote little notes to himself for when he performed the story. They said things like, speak up here, and they love this bit, but in Dickens's language. Anyway, Neil used this book to perform A Christmas Carol, just as Charles Dickens did back in New York many years ago. It was brilliant. And if you want to listen to the recording, I'll put it in the show notes so you can have a listen this Christmas Eve while you wait for Santa. Now, to answer your questions, over to Neil. You know, these are all incredibly good questions. And uh, I don't know the answers to all of them, but I do have a little inside information that may help. Um, The first question is, who was the first person to see Santa? And I've checked, and it was definitely Santa's mother. (laughs) The next question is, how old is Santa Claus? Um, And for this, I've done some checking. And I've talked to a lot of grandparents. And they all got presents from Santa Claus when they were kids. And I've talked to some great-grandparents as well. And they got presents from Santa when they were kids. And I've even spoken to one great-great-grandparent. And she says she got presents from Santa when she was a kid. So I think I can confidently say here that Santa is definitely older than your great-great-grandparents. I hope that helps. And the last question is... How did Father Christmas meet the first elves? That's a really interesting question. Because one of the things that a lot of people have noticed about elves is elves normally don't hang around in very, very snowy places. Um, The North Pole, frankly, is the last place anybody would expect to see an elf. Elves are famous for liking sort of green rolling hills and little forests and places with spring flowers and summer and and where the autumnal leaves tumble and there the elves are behind the trees. And uh, there are no great works of elvish frozenness. Um, And I think what had actually happened was that after some of the great elf wars, um, some elves were driven north, and uh, a lot of the elves had just headed up beyond the Arctic Circle and tromped north. Uh, They'd gone north of Lapland. Um, Probably my suspicion, honestly, is problems with trolls, because trolls like ice giants, tend to spread north, and if they'd come uh, south, they might have driven the elves north. So it would have been basically a political thing. Uh, A lot of homeless, disenfranchised, lost elves wandering the snow, uh, incredibly happy to see a kind old man with a white beard 
and uh, they would probably have wandered over and said, hello, how are you, what's your name? He would have said, I'm Santa Claus. They would have said, uh, what are you doing there? He would have said, making toys. They would have said, uh, that sounds like fun, we're really cold. He would have said, well, come into my place, I have hot chocolate. I have uh, a nice warm place for you, you can huddle by the fire. And probably that's how it all would have taken place. Just a theory. Happy Christmas. Thank you, Neil, for the wonderful answers to our Christmas conundrums. Of course the first person to see Santa was his mum. Well, thank you, Santa's mum, for all the great work you did creating Santa. Not least so he could be busy right now packing up all our toys with the help of his elves and getting his reindeer ready for the busiest night of the year. How exciting. I hope that answers your questions, Tara, Alessia and Oliver. Now we have one more question to go, which I'm going to answer for you. It is about something that rhymes with jolly and it comes from Hayden. Over to Hayden. Hi, Molly. My name is Hayden and I live in London and I'm six years old. And my interests are football and cricket. And my question is, why do red berries go on holly? Thank you, Hayden, for that wonderful question. Holly is pretty Christmassy. The glossy green leaves and bright red berries make us think of Christmas if you grew up in England or Europe or somewhere cold. But maybe not if you grew up in Thailand, which is where I am right now. There's not a lot of holly around here. But why does holly have little red berries? Well, did you know not all holly bushes have berries? Only the girls do. The female holly bushes grow red berries because inside those berries are little seeds and they think if we've got beautiful red berries growing on our bushes then the birds will swoop in eat those berries and then fly off with the berries and the seeds in their tummies then this will go through the digestive system and then what's left will come out as a bird poo the bird poo is full of the seeds because they don't get digested so this is super clever of female holly bush isn't it what hopefully happens is the seed lands on the ground, has the right conditions to grow, and then turns into a new holly bush. So the reason red berries grow on holly is so that holly can spread itself around and grow more and more bushes. So that's why holly has berries, and if you see one with no berries, you know it's a boy bush. How funny is that? I really hope that answers your question, and thank you for sending it in. And now, that's it for this week. It's Christmas Eve, so I wish you all a very Merry Christmas. And if you're listening after Christmas, I hope you had a great one. And Happy New Year. A huge thank you to the wonderful Neil Gaiman, as ever, for answering all of your Christmas questions. And a big thank you to Tara, Alessia, Oliver and Hayden for this week's questions. I'm out in Thailand collecting questions from children about life on earth for new episodes of my podcast and for my new book everywhere under the sun there's still time for you to get your questions in that book so if you've got a question about thailand or any other countries in the world or animals or planets or anything you'd like to know just get a grown-up to give you their phone then record yourself as a video or audio saying hi my name is so and so and i am x years old and my question is and ask me your question. And don't forget to tell me which country you live in. 
then send that recording to molly at everythingunderthesun.co.uk. Do check out my website, mollyoldfield.com, and you can find out all about it. I hope you have a copy of Everything Under the Sun, the first book, under your tree already. Now I am just going to go and jump in the pool, but before I do, I'll wish you the most magical, happy Christmas under the sun. Thank you for listening and being part of the Everything Under the Sun world. Your questions have really made me happy this year and brought a big smile to my face. So thank you all. I love each one of you and all of your questions and wish you the best this Christmas. I hope you have a happy time. I'll be back soon answering more curious questions from children around the world in another episode of Everything Under the Sun. Thank you and Merry Christmas. Goodbye. Thank you.